that desire is the absolute first thing. And from there, it's about finding the right information. Jeremy Franson is on a mission to assist others in finding what they are most passionate about and turning that passion into financial freedom. He has turned his passion for assisting others into a thriving seven-figure business, including co-hosting Internet Business Mastery with Jason Van Orden. Jeremy's single motivating purpose, inspire purpose-driven action that leads to freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Wow, thanks. Yeah, that's it. That's me. (laughs) Excellent. You just came back from Disney World. How was it? Well, yeah, it was awesome. Of course. We were there for a week, and it was absolutely wonderful, especially since when we left Salt Lake City, Utah, it was 9 degrees, and when we got there, it was 81. So that was great as well. (laughs) A little lifestyle design. No question. And speaking of lifestyle design, did you make more money while at Disney World than you spent on the trip? Yes, and actually the first day. And it's funny because one of the Academy members was there, and he actually helped me because he has a product teaching people all the secrets and the behind-the-scenes stuff with Disney World. We actually met up, and he asked me that day, too. I said, yeah, already today. And he was like, oh, I love it. I love this business stuff. <laughs> totally. Well, we're going to get into some of that, but I have a couple questions I like to ask in the beginning. And the, the one question I ask everybody is, what is the best concert that you have ever been to? Oh, man, it's going to totally put an age on me. But uh, that's a tough one. Uh, probably, if you'll even know who this is, Howard Jones. Howard Jones. So, now, for those who don't know Howard Jones, what would be a good song to go check out by him? No One Is to Blame. It was huge in the like late 80s <laughs> when I was in high school. and Very, very popular. I think, in fact, it even went to number one here in the U.S. He's from England. He's got a lot of them. If you hear him, you've probably heard him in the mall and on certain okay. stations. I mean, like, he's got a lot of really popular ones. But, yeah, he was late 80s. <laughs> and he actually wow. talked all about like passion and he was this guy that was like a factory worker in England somewhere and he always wanted to write mm-hmm. music. So all the music that got really popular, he wrote while he was still working in this crummy job, almost like us. So I really relate with him even now more than ever. I, in fact, I listened to him today, <laughs> strangely enough. But so all he wanted to do is escape his job. So all the songs that got really, really popular are about basically escaping and thinking different and being happy happy and this kind of stuff, which is what he wanted to do. So it's pretty funny that I happened to ask that because that's why I think I relate with him so much. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't imagine why his music has resonated with you. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. I even got to meet him and stuff years ago, and yeah, I really liked that particular concert. Mm-hmm. Let's go into finish this sentence, Jeremy. I'm going to give you the beginning of a sentence, and then if you would just finish the sentence. And the first one is, if you want to be happy... Oh, man, that's a tough one. The interesting thing with that is I'm actually studying happiness, the science of happiness. So there's a lot to it. But honestly, part of why we talk about single motivating purpose you gave mine today was being able to the core of all of that is happiness. And it starts with that intrinsic motivation, knowing who you are. So I guess in that particular case, it would be knowing who you are and then taking that to the world. 
Mm. Right. That's part of what our single motivating purpose is, is to really figure out in yourself how you can have the greatest impact in the world by doing what you love and then sharing that with others that are willing to make a value exchange with you with. And that's it. <laughs> and that's like the core of the happiness that we certainly prescribe. The next finish this sentence. If you need to solve a problem. Hmm. If you need to solve a problem. Well, I usually Google it. <laughs> but yeah, I go get information, find somebody who's already been through it and have them help. That's what I do. I think there's a big takeaway there is that's it. You reach out to people who treaded that path, so to speak. And what would you say to that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I literally do that with every single thing. I mean, I wanted to go to Disney World and I found somebody who works at Disney World, and knows all the secrets behind it, and I paid him to help me. <laughs> now, he happened to be a student, but that is what I would have done anyway. When I went mm. to Disneyland, I went and found all the different websites that were about Disneyland instead of Disney World and bought an ebook and bought this and that and bought an app, and I paid somebody to help me solve the problem. Well, and, and I think we'll get to this, too, as we talk about your business is, is you teach people how to do that. Yeah, Absolutely. Cool. Let's do another finish this sentence. In order to skip rungs on climbing the ladder to success. It's actually the same thing. <laughs> you find somebody that'll help you do it that's already done it and knows which ones to skip. It's basically in trying to bring that point home. Yeah, absolutely. And literally, that's always been from the moment I, let's say, left high school, my goal was to do that. Why reinvent the wheel? You know, right? Like, I'll do whatever I. And then, and when I started in the world, I couldn't pay. I didn't have the money. I was a kid and I would have to trade time or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been times when I've interned to be able to learn. So I was basically trading time for free for knowledge. So I've done it my whole entire adult life one way or another. And it literally is the key to any success I've had. The last finish this sentence, the best advice that I ever received from my grandmother. <laughs> Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a funny one. Yeah, she said a quote that uh, I now give to her, but I'm sure she got it somewhere, was, if someone else has done it, you can do it too, and if no one else has done it, you can be the first. So that's what I got from my grandma. And I was young enough to just buy into it and go, oh, okay. And it's been <laughs> kind of a mantra or very much a part of who I am ever since she told me that. Now, Jim, you had the cubicle office life back in the day. I'm curious, how did you starve the doubts 10 years ago in order to escape the cubicle and become an entrepreneur? Oh, man, let's see. Well, I mean, again, with all the other things we've already talked about, I read a book that said I could. Mm -hmm. so I went, okay, <laughs> I'll agree. I'll believe you, you know, to this book. And at least it gave me the idea that it was possible, right? That, right. that there was this other way that some people live on passive income. And even that being, let's say, possibly the top, even along the way, there's making money, doing something you love where you don't have to actually be somewhere with your time. That was a huge, mm -hmm. hugely different thought for me because I was used to working 12 hour days at least because I was in an industry where that was standard. 12 hours. Sometimes right. it would be 20 hours. It was crazy. So the idea, somebody else telling me and showing that they could do that was a real switch for me and made me go, I want that. At the very least, I'm going to go search for it and try and find it. And if I got to be the first, like my grandma said, I'll do it, but I'm going to go on that mission. Mm -hmm. So what do you say to the person who wants to starve their doubts and ask the question, 
Tell me exactly today what I should do to start my online business. Well, first, if they've got the desire, that literally is the first step. And most people don't. I mean, sometimes when I say this, people go, well, who doesn't have the desire to, I don't know, have financial freedom? And I said, Mm -hmm. well, once people hear that you have to actually work for it, usually the desire goes away, right? Like they're hoping a limo (laughs) will pull up and somebody will hand them a check. That's the desire they have. But the desire to be able to take what your passions are or what you might love, or maybe you don't even know yet, we even teach finding that and taking that to the world and having an exchange with that. That's a very specific type of person. And you'll know because when you hear it, you go, yeah, I want to do that. And again, so that desire is the absolute first thing. And from there, it's about finding the right information, Mm. right? Like it's some of the stuff you talked about, skipping rungs, finding somebody who's done it and finding somebody who's done it that you connect with because we're all different, right? Some people will like the way I present and some people won't. Some people go, oh, he's, you know, it sounds like a little bird's going to land on his finger and he's going to sing. You know, I don't know. And some people are just different than that. So it's a matter of finding maybe a coach or a mentor to help you through it. And then from there, really, it's a lot of mindset stuff. People think the first thing you're going to do is find a niche and find some sort of market that you're going to sell to and put up a website. But, you know, after almost 10 years of doing this, we've actually found that isn't what's next. What's next is what you talked about before, the single motivating purpose. And that's one of the things that we like to teach, help people what the target they're really going for. Because if you don't have the fulfillment, even if you've got the money, it can be incredibly draining. And both Jason and I have had that happen. Right. So you've mentioned the single motivating purpose. How does the single motivating purpose help your audience overcome their self-doubt? Well, it's kind of the greatest asset for a couple of things. It's finding fulfillment in the work you do and creating Mm -hmm. value for others and making an impact in the world. Okay. And using those two things to obviously create things like financial freedom and freedom of time and location and all the other things that come with financial freedom. And again, that's the key when we were asking people that would, you know, maybe drop out of our academy or they wouldn't get to the goals they wanted. It was always the mindset stuff because obviously how to set up a WordPress site, all of that kind of stuff is relatively easy. Right. A lot of it's even push button, push two buttons and you've got a WordPress site on your on the hosting that you have. A lot of that stuff is relatively easy, but it's the mindset. What wakes you up and motivates you every day? And if you don't have that, it makes it harder and harder to do the work work. Right. Like the Mm -hmm. stuff that might not be nearly as fun as interacting with your audience or something like that or doing a show like this. This is the fun stuff. But then there's also the putting it up on iTunes. Right. Like or whatever, you know, putting it on your blog that can take time and might not be as fun. Well, if you've got the motivation behind it, that intrinsic motivation to do it, then, you know, it pushes you through any of those times that you might have doubts, right? Like you're talking about starve the doubts. All of that disappears when you have your single motivating purpose. Jamie, it's possible that there are some listeners who are really considering this right now and they're thinking, you know, I'm just not 100% sure about my strengths or what my passion is yet. What are some resources that you'd recommend for those listeners who want to figure out their strengths? Yeah, there's a great assessment called Strength Finders 2.0, and mm-hmm. it's a book and an assessment, and oh, I think it's just strengthfinders.com. You know, in Google, put in Strength Finders 2.0, you'll go to their site, and there's an assessment that they do. I think it's only like 35 or 36 questions, and it helps you, and basically, it's just self-knowledge to see what your top five strengths are, and, and then they have 
a PDF that they give you explaining each one of your top five strengths and how better to work with those strengths. Because one of the things that even scientifically they found that spending time on your weaknesses is a mistake. It's mm-hmm. finding those top strengths and getting really good at those things. And of course, the weakness stuff you can hire out for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. One of the perceived strengths that I would say that you have is your ability to inspire others to action. And I was just curious, what are some of the ways that you do that? Well, talking like this on shows, we talk about <laughs> different fears that people have and how to overcome those fears. And really, it's been part of me. Like, So when I took Strength Finders, my top strength was communication, which made perfect sense. I mean, that's part of the inspire thing. And basically, I'm talking to somebody I know really well. If somebody is hearing me and it's striking a chord, I'm talking to me when I start it, right? I'm that person. I came from that. So I know exactly what to talk about, like when we talk about fears and stuff like that. And I just do kind of the same thing I did to myself at the time, right? Just right. go, okay, well, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Let's actually walk through that. Oh, that's actually not so bad. It's not like if the first site I try fails, I die instantly, <laughs> right? Like, right. Uh, you know, and I even had a thing where I quit a very lucrative profession and I even in my mind said, I want this so bad. If I got to go work at Starbucks and I was my mid thirties at that time, if I have to do yep. that to make this happen, I will. Wow. Do you know what I mean, like, cause I just wanted to prove that this works, this whole internet business lifestyle thing. Cause I didn't really buy it at first. I mean, that's one of those things where you go, oh, this guy makes millions and he just has this little blog. Like, how can that possibly be? Well, we were talking numbers, and I'm curious, what are some potential numbers who's on the fence? Okay, so here's what made us decide to do a membership site, let's say, six years ago. And I met a guy that was doing a lot of membership sites. And he was saying, look, out of all those people out there, if you get just a thousand, a thousand is not a lot of people. That's not a lot of people, right? If you get a thousand people and they're paying you $97 a month, that's not bad. 97 grand a month. That's crazy for small numbers. Now, it's a big Mm -hmm. number once you multiply it. (laughs) But then you go, okay, well, what if it's just 500 people? Or let's say it's 2,000 people, but it's only $20 a month. We have a student that has a site. I'm trying to think of the name of his site, but he teaches how to sketch. He's an art professor in New York City. And on the side, he was making a membership site, and it was $19 a month. And I think when he opened, he got about 4,000 people, and it blew him away. I mean, he was making in one month more than what he was making as this part-time art teacher. Wow. Like, that's crazy numbers. So as far as numbers go, I mean – the numbers are quite beautiful, really, and it's, you don't even need that many people. So that's what especially excites me about this. They're saying that another 2 billion people are going to be coming online within, I think it's the next two years. 2 billion more, right. <laughs> wow. you know, to get 1,000 people. Now, there are multiple ways to do it. It doesn't have to just be a membership site, but that was just an example of numbers. And that's where we went, okay, so we actually started a membership site for 97 bucks just because that's what he said. I didn't know anything else at the time. And we looked around and somebody else out there had a membership site like we were trying to build and he charged 97. So we just did. And I think the first day we got about 350 and then more than, you know what I mean? Like, and we're like, wow, "Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy money right away. Yeah, totally. 
All right, so you've come across a ton of niches from your Internet Business Mastery students, and I'm sure some of those were good ideas and some not so good. Do you have any examples of some of the ideas that you initially thought would be tough for your students to have success with, but then you fast forward down the road and now they're doing big things? Yeah, quite a few actually, but a couple that come to mind is one of our students named Darlene, and she had a site that she was going to do called Mamas on Bedrest. And I was like, <laughs> I had no clue. Like, this is the thing. Like, people will pitch us stuff all the time. Do you think this will work? And I honestly can't ever say, no, I don't think that'll work. Because you just totally never know. I was like, I don't know how many women are on bed rest. I mean, we got the, it's the world. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. she makes her living off of this site teaching moms that have just been told by a doctor to be on bed rest. So that was one I was like, <gasps> Ugh, you know, I was kind of going, hmm, I, I don't even know what to say if it will. And then it became a huge success for her. Another is chrisoatley.com, I think is what it, his actual site is. And he was a Disney illustrator and he wanted to just teach illustrators. And I think he's got an academy as well, a membership site. And when he quit his job, came through Salt Lake and we had lunch and he was telling me how different his life was because, again, he was working in Hollywood where you're working 12 hours easy and that kind of thing. And now he has this site where he just gets to do the thing he actually loves, illustration, and teaching people how to do illustration. And he was able to move where he wanted to go be in the world and had the money to do that and was making far more with just his membership site teaching illustrators. So that's another one. I mean mm-hmm. – How many would you like? (laughs) There's a lot. (laughs) Well, Jeremy, okay, so the person who's listening, they say they have the mindset, they have the desire. But you're just one person, and there's a lot of work to be done, and that can be daunting for some people. Now, I've heard you talk about how you have four full-time people and a few part-time folks, and you basically go to sleep at night, and you wake up, and all of your work is done. What is that like? Yeah, they're called virtual assistants, and we have three people that are in the Philippines. And right now we actually have a consultant who's here in the U.S. as well as an editor and some other people that are just freelance. But they've been working with us for four years or something like that, the last four or five years. And it's awesome, (laughs) of course. (laughs) So I basically, the way I work with them is one of our people in the Philippines. His name's Noel. And I will make him a quick screencast video with a software that's free. It's called jingproject.com. So it takes a picture of what, you know, it takes a video of what you're seeing on your screen. And I'll show him, okay, can you do this with the site? And over here, can you fix this? And can you do this? And, you know, I do maybe 10 minutes of those, maybe 15 minutes on a busy day, just describing the 50 tasks I have for him. And then him and the rest of our team gets them all done. So the next day when I come back and he gives me an email with everything listed as done or whatever he has gotten done with links to it so I can go look. And and then I just do it again. I go look at everything. And if neat things need to be adjusted, I make another video. And that that's my world. <laughs> That's how our employees work. I've actually never met them in person, any of them, and they've been with us for years and years and years. And of course, I was completely terrified to hire our first person because it sounds daunting to have an employee. And it's been a long time since, you know, we've had a virtual assistants and stuff. But that's basically, did I answer your question? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think the point that I get out of this is you have the desire and you figure out exactly what you want to go for. But it's likely that, especially if you want to scale it, you know, you can have all your systems, but you're probably going to need help at some point. And you've been able to find that help through your VAs. Yeah. So there's two ways to get help. And we solve 
one of them in our training because one of our things was step by step. Like we want, right. cause here's the thing. My partner, Jason, he's kind of a tech guy. He was a software engineer. So he knows some of the tech stuff. So when I started, I didn't know any of that stuff. And I was trying to learn HTML. It was pretty crazy because I'm not a tech guy at all. And like I wanted everything to be so easy that if I had to do it myself, I didn't have to figure it out. Like I didn't have to think. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't right. know how to, you know, like, how do you set up a WordPress blog? I mean, I know that stuff now, when, but when I started, I didn't really even want to know, to be honest, right? Like, that wasn't the part that really fulfilled me. I wanted to do this Inspire stuff and do the podcasts and blog, write blog posts and that kind of stuff. But the great thing is, is so until you can afford, and it's not that expensive, it's nothing like most people think. I think our normal, one of our average paid virtual assistance is 400 a month. And wow. I think our the first one we started with was 250 a month and that's full time. And it's just yeah. the way, you know, I, I'm in the US, so the US dollar trades with whatever their dollar is and it's decent money. Now I think our highest paid person's just over a thousand person and he's like a tech whiz. Like I just say, right. can you do this? And I have no clue what he does. And he goes and just does it. Make us a plug in for our WordPress blog and he just does. So, <laughs> but you know, it's a process and it's, you know, getting up the uh, guts to get that first one, that $300 or $400 one. And then they do the WordPress stuff and the stuff, the technical stuff. But again, if you can't do that, it's having a system that is step by step so that you don't have to figure stuff out. And that was a huge thing for us to make our academy is I was like, it's got to be for people like me because I didn't know that stuff. And I want right. something very clear so that I don't have to figure any of it out and be stressed about that. You mentioned the academy and you recently launched the third version of your membership site. Yes. What have you learned from the first two versions that you applied to the new version? Well, the mindset stuff, and what I mean okay. by that is the single motivating purpose, uh, being really, really clear on why you're doing this. Because a lot of people will be, well, I just want to quit my job and I want to make a lot of money. Or I, and some people are just like, I don't need to make a lot of money. I just want to be able to be home with my family. Right. Well, getting incredibly clear on that. So we have a course that's in the academy called the Freedom Formula, which talks about lifestyle design. It introduces people to that that have never heard of it before. And then you design the reason you're going to do this. Because any business, anybody tells you everything's super easy and, you know, checks will just start coming in. I've never seen that. And I've met so many people that do this. It's going to be work. And that's okay because if it's something you're passionate about, <laughs> it's not work anymore. And that's a great note as well. But anyway, and then another thing we have in the academy is called the Freedom Business Blueprint. And that's where we help you find your audience and your single motivating purpose. So it's finding a group of people that you're absolutely in love with wanting to be a part of for years. Like we've been doing this eight years and I still wake up excited and I cannot wait to help another person escape the nine to five, right? Like that's, <laughs> I said, I'm an escape artist. That's what I am. I'm a freedom yeah. fighter, you know, like, and I'm excited about it to this day. <laughs> and that's what the second part that all comes a part of that academy that you were talking about. That's the second thing you do. And those two things are new. We just added that because Again, after all these years of being over 5,000 entrepreneurs we've helped, those were the issues they were having. You know, before we were jumping a little bit more, we had some of that mindset stuff, but everybody was telling us, oh, don't worry about the mindset. Just show them how to put up their site and stuff. 
And that actually, we do all that as well, but it was the mindset stuff that was missing. So now we have mm-hmm. both, and that made us more, even more excited than ever before. <laughs> you know, we go through fears, get through that, as well as finding your audience, finding the audience you want to do, how to do products, all that kind of stuff is there as well. Jeremy, you've accomplished a lot. What's the next mindset hurdle for you? Oh, that's a good one. Let me think about that for a second. Well, for me, it's growth to the next level. So it's one of those things where we started this as actually a hobby. It wasn't meant to be a business. So for many, many years, we were just trying to help people not thinking of it as a business. And now we're ready. We've done all the business stuff to go to, let's say, the next level. We want to reach 5,000 people. We have 5,000 people, that more than 5,000 now, that have been through the academy. But we want to do 10,000 a year. So scaling and making it so we want the best product out there. (laughs) We're absolutely just dedicated to that. So we're constantly making sure everything's up to date. And, you know, because things happen pretty fast. Like Facebook wasn't around in the way it is now when we started. Twitter wasn't around, right? Like these things that are just very normal to us now, even five years ago, were very, very small or nothing. And we weren't even teaching it back then. You know, it was like MySpace or something. I don't even remember. <laughs> Friendster. I don't, I don't remember even. <laughs> so making sure things are up to date and going to that next level so we can help more people. That's pretty much the next level for us. Jeremy, I really appreciate you taking time to be on the show. What, what's the best place for the listeners to stay connected with everything you're doing online? Okay, so there's two places, and they basically lead to very similar information, and that's internetbusinessmastery.com. That's going to be our blog and podcast. Or you can actually just go to iTunes and search for Internet Business Mastery, and you can get our free podcast, and that comes out about three times a month. Jeremy, I really appreciate all of your insight and the mindset, conversation, the desire. Do you have any final thoughts for the listeners? Man, another good one. Let me think. (laughs) Yeah, you've asked me things nobody's ever asked me. That's funny. Well, really, I'd like to say if you have the desire, you owe it to yourself to do this. And in fact, there is a group of people right now waiting for you with your voice, who you are, your personality. They're waiting for you to help them. And they're going to exchange value with you. We haven't found somebody that it didn't work with. No matter what personality type, so if you have the desire, all it takes now is the action to do it, but it's the desire is the key to getting started. So if you even want that at all, there are people waiting for you to help them right now. Well said. All right, Jeremy, I really appreciate your time, man. I'll go ahead and let you go, and I'm hoping to post this here pretty soon. I might even get it out before NMX. So oh, okay, great. I can knock that out, but really, thank you so much. I really appreciate what you do. Oh, yeah, thank you, and I will, I guess, shoot you an email. Yeah, with you shoot me audience. a Dropbox link. Yeah, that would be tremendous. Oh, okay. And I'll actually just shoot you a link from my site. I throw it on the site there. Okay. Um, yeah, anything else? No, that's it, Jeremy. Oh, thank okay. you so much. I'll see, I'll see you here soon. I'll see you in Vegas. All right, yeah, see you in a couple weeks. All right, thanks again, man. Have a good evening. Yeah, thanks, Merry man. Christmas. You too. All right, bye. bye. First, if they've got the desire, that literally is the first step. And most people don't. I mean, sometimes when I say this, people go, well, who doesn't have the desire to, I don't know, have financial freedom? And I said, Mm -hmm. well, once people hear that you have to actually work for it, usually the desire goes away.